welcome to Style Your Mind, a podcast for women who want to design their thoughts, empower themselves, and build a beautiful life. I'm your host, Carol Alwaleba, best-selling author and master life coach. I am obsessed with women on the edge of change, and I've worked with hundreds of those women all around the world to help them unlock the best version of themselves and fulfill their potential. If you're ready to style your mind and transform your life, then you're in the right place. Let's do this. Hi, ladies, and welcome back to the show. This episode is sponsored by Gillian Sarah. If you're looking to build your website or give your existing site a complete makeover, you can do it now for just $45. Completely customizable website templates with full video walkthroughs to get you set up, customized, and launched are available at gilliansarah.store. All right, so I want to jump in with our first official Dear Cara episode. This is kind of like the Ask Me Anything episodes, but I decided to rebrand them as Dear Cara because I get so many emails and DMs and comments from you ladies asking me questions, and I love being able to answer them directly for you to be able to get really specific with the things that you want to know about. So I collected a bunch of questions from Slay Baby, which is my Facebook group, and some on Instagram and some over email. A lot of you guys emailed me after last week week's episode and I compiled some that I think will probably you guys can relate to the most they're specific but they're also general enough where I think a lot of people will get a lot out of them so let's dive in this question is from Sophie Jenkinson and Sophie says dear Kara I would love to know more about the early days of you starting out alone being brave and having your own back during the lonely road that entrepreneurship can be okay Sophie it's still lonely (laughs) It's still really lonely. I'm not going to lie. I want to be totally transparent with you guys. As you reach new levels of success and as you continue to grow as an entrepreneur, it doesn't get less lonely. You meet more people and you definitely make more connections, but I have found this to be a very lonely profession. And I don't think enough people are talking about that. So I want to just put that out there. I mean, definitely have my girl gang, I have my tribe, I have women that I'm so close to in this world that I can call at any hour of the night and ask for advice and, you know, vent to or chat with. But at the end of the day, when you're running a business alone, especially if you're a solo entrepreneur like I am, I'm an author, I have my podcast, I have my clothing line, but I don't have a big company where I'm employing a huge staff or I don't have, you know, somebody directly under me that I can, you know, give things to or delegate to. It's really just me. And it can be very, very isolating. So, you know, the way that I started out in the beginning and the way that I continue to evolve is really very similar. It's spending a lot of time alone and really loving that time alone and valuing that time alone. Being an entrepreneur is the biggest crash course in learning how to be your own best friend. (laughs) You're going to travel alone. You're going to have lunches alone. You're going to probably be alone most of the day. I'm alone pretty much all day in my apartment Um, You know, I do a lot of business trips where I have to travel by myself. So really being comfortable in your own skin, getting over the fear of going for a meal by yourself or going and grabbing a glass of wine to brainstorm or a coffee alone. I mean, those are like the things, the immediate first kind of things that you need to do is just get comfortable being by yourself. No one's looking at you. No one's staring at you. No one cares. Most people don't even notice when you're like doing things by yourself. I know a lot of women are afraid. They like panic. They don't want to go on a vacation alone. They don't want to fly alone. It's really not that big of a deal. And I think the sooner you can master that, the more confidence you're going to build. 
when it comes to decision making, it's also really, really lonely. And it's something that you have to really learn to, you know, trust yourself on. Being able to listen to your gut and to not poll, not to get us the habit of polling people. That's what I call asking everyone for their opinion. I think when we start polling people, we know the answer that we want to hear. We know that we want someone to tell us to just go for it or to just close down that website or to just start that blog. We know this and we feel like we need to ask a million people because if enough people tell us yes, then we have permission. So learning how to be your own permission slip is key, especially in the beginning, especially when you're starting out. And at the same time, understanding that you're going to mess it up. There are going to be things that you're like, oh, why did I do that? Why did I say that? Why did I send that email out? Why did I post that on Instagram? Why did I give that piece of advice? I don't feel that way anymore. Or maybe I could have phrased it differently. That is part of growth. You can't cling to perfection if you're going to be in this business. It is always going to be lonely, but there are also going to be amazing things about it. So focus on learning to trust your gut. Focus on learning to be alone. And honestly, Sophie and everyone listening, if you can get those two things like locked and loaded, you will be good. Okay, the next question is from Abby Heffron. Dear Kara, blog and brand tips for newbies. How do you build a following organically? How do you best engage with followers and any must-dos? Okay, so I started my blog 10 years ago. I started in 2008. And when I started, all we had was Facebook and Twitter. And we didn't have Instagram. We didn't have all these like fancy schmancy like follow pods and comment pods and loops and giveaways and all this stuff. It was like literally just me and my little blog, Blogspot, and Twitter and Facebook. And I didn't have a big following and I had to build it from the ground up. And the best advice that I can give you, Abby, is to really just be yourself and be patient. It takes a really long time. I think we can look at people's highlight reels and we can look at, you know, even I do it, right? I have over 100,000 followers on Instagram, but do not get it twisted. There are times when I'm looking on Instagram at girls who have a million followers and I'm like, well, why does she have 10,000 likes on that picture of her manicure? And, you know, I posted something so vulnerable and from my heart and I have 300 likes on it or whatever. It's really easy to get into the comparison trap. But like I preached in Girl Code and I preach every single day, when you start looking within, you will do your best work. When you stop looking outside yourself and you start looking within, you will do your best work. So when I think about sharing things online and sharing them authentically, I think about what I would respond to personally. So what kind of a post would I respond to, right? If I'm going to post something on Instagram or Facebook, let's say, what makes the most sense for me? If I'm in like a shitty mood and I'm tempted to post something kind of snarky, I'll take a step back and go, how would I feel if I saw that on someone's feed that I like, that I look up to, that I admire? You know, I might be like, oh, I don't know. That's kind of put a bad vibe in my world. So I won't share something like that and I'll wait for the bad mood to pass and then I'll post something like I normally would. Not to say I'm inauthentic or not genuine, but it's really just thinking about the way you would energetically respond to something. So you know, building, I think it, blogs are different, brands are different. It, I would love more information, Abby, on like what specifically you're doing. But I think the biggest thing to keep in mind is that the industry that you're in has room for you. You know, a lot of girls will say things like, oh my God, there's so many fashion bloggers out there. There's so many life coaches. How do I stand out? You stand out because you're building relationships. You stand out because you're being you and you're taking the time to genuinely respond to people. You're taking the time to be vulnerable in what you share. 
don't, you know, a lot of people are so tempted to kind of like gloss over things and post like really generic basic stuff or like use recycled photos or recycled quotes that they see all the time. Try to bring something of value to the table that you're not seeing in other places. I rarely like repost quotes unless I'm really, really moved by them. And then I, of course, you know, I give credit and I tag the author. But for the most part, I'm sharing stuff that I'm writing myself because I know that when I want people, I want people to follow me because they're going to get something from me they can't get anywhere else. So think about how you can be as authentic as possible and how you can be as genuine as possible. And I honestly think like you'll be good. I have to make you guys laugh. Every time I finish one of these questions, I have to pause this podcast because there are crazy sirens blaring because <laughs> I live in Manhattan. So if you hear like a little pause, that's just me pausing because hashtag New York City. Okay, the next question is from Amanda Walsh. Dear Kara, how do you find the balance between drive, aka staying up late, sacrificing sleep and well-being to get done what you need to do, and self-care, aka knowing when it's okay to relax or take a day to do nothing and when should or shouldn't you beat yourself up for not getting everything done that you wanted or needed to do okay amanda first things first we need to redefine drive drive does not necessarily mean staying up late and sacrificing sleep and sacrificing your well-being to get things done i consider myself extremely driven and i am totally fine with taking time to myself i am actually it's something that i believe in so strongly i really really suggest that you focus on your well-being and you make that your priority my one of my favorite mantras that i created is woman first boss second. If we're putting our business before our well-being, we're going to be good for no one. So redefine what a driven woman looks like to you. To me, a driven woman is someone who first and foremost takes care of herself and she makes her happiness and her health a priority. She's fueling herself with good food. She's getting at the very least seven to eight hours of sleep a night. I slept 11 hours last night and there is no shame in my game and I still got a ton of stuff done today. So Redefine what a driven woman looks like. And I think you should integrate self-care into that definition. I think that it is absolutely necessary that you're relaxing, that you're taking days to do nothing. This past weekend was amazing. I went completely off the grid. I hung out with friends and family. I drank a ton of champagne. I ate in the most amazing restaurants. I totally indulged myself. I went shopping. I worked out. And I felt amazing when I woke up this morning. If you are burning the candle at both ends and you're staying up late and sacrificing sleep and doing all these things, you may be getting like a lot of stuff done in the short term for like a day or two when it's that crunch time, but then you're going to get burnt out and you're going to be useless for three or four days and your creativity is going to be at zero because when you don't sleep, you're not as creative and you're not as productive. It's just impossible. So I would focus on redefining what success looks like for you, what being driven looks like for you. Again, only you know your schedule. Like I am an early to bed person. I like to be in bed by like nine (laughs) o'clock. I know that's not practical for everyone, but that's how I function best. So think about what makes sense for you. Think about how you feel best. Think about, you know, when you have like one of those weeks or one of those days where you just feel super on, think about all the things that you had to do that you had to build into your routine and your schedule to make that happen. I also want to add something to that. I built my business while I was working a full-time job. So I'm not sure what situation you're currently in. I don't know if you're side hustling or if you're a full-time entrepreneur, but a lot of people look at my life now and they're like, oh, sure, Kara, it's easy for you to go off the grid on the weekend or go to sleep early or, you know, drink champagne at the plaza. You know, you're, you get to create your own schedule. Well, I've only been a solo entrepreneur for four 
years. Oh my gosh, you guys, today's October 1st. I just realized, oh my God, today is my four year anniversary. Holy shit, I didn't even realize that. I just looked at my calendar and I was like, oh my God, I left MTV in 2014. September 31st was my last day at MTV. So, or September 30th. So, October 1st was my first day as an entrepreneur four years ago. But six out of those eight years that I was working at MTV, I was building things. I was blogging. I was writing books. I was going to coaching school. So believe me, I feel you. I totally get it. I know what it's like to try to do it all. I, you know, I, part of that time, like through that whole period where I was building my business, I got married. So I was learning how to be a new wife and, you know, run my household. So I get it. It is not easy. But keep in mind, we are not sprinting to some imaginary finish line. This, you know, world, being in business for yourself is a journey. It is a process. It's constant learning and tweaking and evolving as we go. So be gentle on yourself as well. I just kind of want to throw that in there. Okay, before I move on to the next question, I want to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Gillian Sarah. So like I mentioned earlier, if you guys are looking to build a website or give your existing site a complete makeover, you can do so now for only $45. Gillian is offering completely customizable website templates with full video walkthroughs to get you set up, customized, and launched. I know this is such a big thing, especially if you're new in business or if your budget is tight. You guys have to check out her stuff. Her work is absolutely beautiful. All of her templates are gorgeous. I've been like totally like stalking her website. It's gilliansara.store. Um, so if you want to check it out, templates to suit all businesses from setup to installation, customization, she has got you covered. And she is offering a special discount for all of our listeners. So use Kara um, at checkout for 10% off, C-A-R-A. And again, go check out her stuff. It's beautiful. Her Instagram is at Gillian Sarah Design. Her Facebook is Gillian Sarah. Um, and I'm going to link all of this stuff in the show notes that you guys can go and check her out. But I know this is like the perfect time of year to give your website like a little bit of a rebrand or thinking about January in 2019, what you want your site to look like. A lot of people say that entrepreneurs don't need websites, and I could not disagree with that more. I think it is super professional to have a buttoned up site. I think that, you know, when high level people are looking to spend money with you, they want to see that you have a website. So check out Gillian's stuff. You can get a gorgeous site for a really, really great price. And thank you, Gillian, for sponsoring this episode. Okay, moving on to the next question. This is one of my favorite questions, and it comes from Stephanie Flowers. I think this is such an important one. She says, Dear Kara, do you have any tips on how to meet and become friends with people who are already successful at doing the things you would like to do? Any advice on the intimidation that might come along with that? Stephanie, I have found myself in that position so many times. I mean, not just, you know, building my business, but even back when I was in my corporate career, just trying to, you know, move up the ladder and learn new things and connect with people and network. And I'm going to tell you the biggest piece of advice that I can give you is to look for ways to add value to that person's world. Right. So often we're in the zone of like, what can this person do for me? How can this person help me? What doors can they open? What can I take from them? But you've got to flip the script. Think about how can I give value to this person? How can I make this person's life better? How can I make this person's job easier so that they're inclined to naturally want to help me and to see the value in me and to realize that the relationship that I'm not approaching them just so I can get something from them, right? So I'm in a position now where a lot of people approach me 
a lot of people want things from me all the time. <laughs> I get emails, people asking me to donate things, people asking me to give them advice, like constantly asking me for things. And I'll tell you, I don't mind helping, obviously, right? Hashtag girl code. I love supporting people, you know, as long as I have the bandwidth, like the energetic bandwidth and the time and the resources to be able to share and help, I always do. But the emails that stand out most to me are the people who want to offer me something in exchange. So for example, if somebody says to me, Kara, can I ask you a question about something? Can I pick your brain? But I'd also like to offer you X, Y, Z in exchange for that. Or I'd like to send you something of mine. Or I would like to, and not for promotional purposes, just to genuinely send me something. Or I've had girls like, you know, ask me for my my P.O. box and say they want to send me something. And they've like just sent me like a beautiful card and like a bouquet of flowers because I answered an email from them. Like just be that no strings attached type attitude, I think will get you so, so far in life. And it just makes everything feel better when you can offer someone something, you know, and also realize you have a lot to offer. I think a lot of people newer starting on business, they forget, but even just your energy and your support and kind words can go a really, really long way. So again, flip the script from like, what can I get from this person and think about what can I give to this person? And I think that that just makes the whole entire experience feel so much better. The next and final question for this episode comes from Jessica Maloney. Jessica says, how do you balance work life with your relationship and your husband? Well, with my husband. I thought she said and. I was like, well, I don't have another relationship. I've just got one. (laughs) How do you balance work life with your relationship with your husband? Do you set aside date nights? And are you still a beach body coach? I love following your journey with 2B Mindset, and it's making me want to be more focused on nutrition and becoming healthy. Okay, so part one, how do I balance things? Well, I don't really believe in the word balance. I've talked about this before. I think that when we strive to be balanced, it can kind of stress ourselves out. We can kind of stress ourselves out there. I think that we tend to feel like we have to do everything perfectly and I have to do a lot, you know, this many hours a week to my business and this many hours to my relationship and this many hours to working out. I strive to just be more well-rounded. So I strive to make sure that I am, you know, showing up and being there for my husband and being a good partner and making sure that I'm checking in with him, my business tends to run this house. Like I talk about my business all the time. He really helps me. He advises me. He's very supportive of my business. He does a lot of my design work. So it can kind of like steamroll things. And sometimes I have to check in with myself and be like, hey, did you ask him like about his day? Or, you know, maybe you can, you know, get him a coffee or pick up his favorite ice cream from the supermarket. So Little things like that, it's just a matter of becoming really self-aware and checking in with myself so that I do not take over completely. Although he is good like that. He really doesn't mind. He loves helping me. He loves letting me kind of take center stage. But I just really sometimes have to check with my check in with myself and make sure that I'm being equally supportive because a marriage in any relationship is a partnership. And I think it's important. Sometimes we can tend to get annoyed with our partner and stressed out and it's easy to point the finger. But I think just you know, doing a good hard look at ourselves in the way that we're showing up, even when we are annoyed at them, (laughs) even when they are stressing us out, I think is always just a good thing to do. In terms of date nights, yes, we set them up. He's not really like a date nighty, dining out kind of person. So like lately, we've just been thinking of like other things we can do, you know, together. I could sit in a restaurant for six hours and, you know, go through a couple bottles of wine and like 12 course dinner and just talk all night. He's not really that kind of guy. So it's really just like, Figuring out ways to spend time together, even if it's not like a traditional date night, I think is super important. 
And then your final question was, am I still a beach body coach and am I following to be mindset? The answer is yes. I feel like nutrition and wellness is a massive part of my brand and everything that I stand for. I did an episode a couple um, months ago with Ilana Mulstein, who's the creator of the 2B Mindset program. For those of you that don't know, it's a nutrition program, and it's really good. Um, I It has changed my life. I have lost 20 pounds with it. It's just a nutrition program. Like, there's nothing to it. There's no workout with it. There's no, like, crazy pills or, I mean, you can drink Shakeology. I love, happen to love Shakeology. It's a, it's a superfood protein shake. I just feel good when I'm drinking it. But this is strictly just a way to eat, a style to eat for weight loss and energy. I found myself at a time in my life a couple months back where I had moved into a new apartment and put on some extra weight that was really just slowing me down. And when I looked at it as a, a way to enhance my life and my business, when I looked at weight loss that way, and I thought about all the energy that I would gain if I could shed those few pounds and how much more you know, fulfilling my workouts would be, how much, you know, smoother they'd feel, how much, like, when you have 20 pounds on you, it's not easy to do Soul Cycle five times a week. So that was a big motivator for me to feel good and feel light on my feet. And my energy has increased. So I decided to start sharing it through Beachbody and just getting people to come into, I have a private Facebook group that I run called Rebel Body Babes with my friend Andrea Crowder. So anyone that signs up for the 2B Mindset with me, um, they get to do the program with me essentially. And we're in that group all day. So if you guys are ever interested in that, um, shoot me an email and I can get you like signed up and give you the information. Just email me at info at thechampagnediet.com. I love the company. I just love the Beachbody company. There's so many girls in that business that I have worked with, that I have coached, that have read my books, that I've just become good friends with over the years. And, you know, I never connected with any of the programs before. I'm not like an insanity girl or like P90X or anything crazy. I don't want to be restricted with my food. Like a lot of the plans have like containers or timed eating, and that's just so not me. So I never did Beachbody except for Shakeology. But with 2B Mindset, it's really just all about nutrition and it's about eating a lot of food, tons of vegetables, you know, clean, lean protein, carbs. You can eat everything. You can drink wine. Nothing is restricted. It's just pretty much helps you have some guidelines around like when to eat what things and how much of what to eat at each meal. But like you don't count calories or points or anything like that. So it's it's I think it's very revolutionary. I think it's it's all about emotional eating and conquering the side of emotional eating. And again, the Facebook group that I have is incredible we have over like 600 girls in there all doing the program supporting each other it's kind of like slay baby for weight loss (laughs) sort of in health so if you guys are interested in learning more let me know all right ladies we are about out of time i want to thank you so much to everyone who submitted their questions i hope that i was able to answer them for you i hope that this was a valuable episode um if you want to ask me anything For the next episode of Dear Cara, submit your questions. I'm answering everything on business to relationships, to wellness, to self-care, to lifestyle, fashion, anything that you want to ask me. These episodes are all about you guys. So shoot me an email again at info at thechampagnediet.com. Also quickly want to mention a couple of little things. Um, The next Girl Code Mastermind is kicking off in a few weeks. We kick off November 5th. If you would like to be considered and fill out an application for that mastermind, I'm taking 10 women. I've got a couple of spots that I've already filled. So I have a few spots left and some applications out there. You can head to girlcodemastermind.com. And also the brand new Style Your Mind for Success workbook and audio experience are both available. You can grab the workbook, Style Your Mind for Success, 
um, on Amazon. It is basically like the big sister to Girl Code. So if you loved my book, Girl Code, you're going to love this workbook. It's such an amazing experience. It's like an interactive book slash workbook slash journal. I've got tons of questions and prompts in there for you guys and actual tools and strategies to help raise your vibration and turn you into the badass businesswoman you know you're meant to be. And I created an audio experience to go along with it that you can grab at styleyourmindforsuccess.com. It's nine audio recordings that go um, in conjunction with the workbook. So you can grab them both and you can do them together. You can listen to the audio when you're in the car, when you're like working out, sit down, do the workbook separately. It's literally, it's not me reading from the workbook. It's like me kind of just like ranting and going on like a whole thing about like all the different topics. So it's really cool. It's kind of like the podcast, like on crack. (laughs) So, All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I love you so much. And I will talk to you next week. Have a great week. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you love this episode, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you really love this episode, I would love it if you guys could leave me a review on iTunes. For more beyond this podcast, including my blog and where you can find all of my books, visit me at thechampagnediet.com. And for daily inspiration, including uplifting quotes, mantras, and of course, pretty pictures, come hang with me on Instagram at thechampagnediet. Until next time.